And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. With a shot, Welcome to another episode of Lockdown Lightning, the one-stop shop for your 2020 Stanley Cup champions, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. How's everybody doing? And just a reminder that today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Go to rockauto.com and tell them Lockdown sent you. So we have a very busy show today, very, very newsworthy packed show today um obviously the nhl draft is going on unfortunately i was unable to be on the live stream of the locked on nhl pod show with chris Masilli last night um to discuss the draft while it was going on um but i did take a listen to it at one point and you know uh the guys did a incredible job so you know um and of course chris and i will be back on Thursday on Lockdown NHL to discuss everything that has happened once the draft has concluded today. We're in day two of the NHL draft. Rounds two through seven will be going on. Um, I don't know how they're going to be able to fit uh, that many that many rounds. I mean, it took, took probably, what, maybe an hour and a half, maybe more, probably two, two, two hours, what, probably three. Eh, probably three, two, two, three hours to do round two. Uh, they're just starting up round round three now as I'm discussing this, uh, as I'm recording this, actually. Um, and yeah, so on today's show, we'll discuss, you know, obviously some of the possible trades that the Lightning will be, uh, you know, what, what, which trades could the Lightning uh, make to maybe fill up, uh, free up some cap room? You know, the Lightning only have four and a half million left in cap space. Um, that's after the the signings uh, that they had yesterday, one of the most notably being uh, my guy, one of my favorite Lightning players, and that's uh, Mitchell Stevens. Um, and then we'll also be discussing uh, the Lightning's draft, how they did thus far in round two. Had they had two picks, um, I really like these guys, Jack Finley and Gage Gonkalves, uh, Gonkalves. Uh, don't worry, I'll, I'll have the correct pronunciation by the time uh, you know we get up to him. But yeah, I, I liked how they did thus far. We'll get into more detail uh, with those guys uh, later on. But let's just discuss, we'll start off today's show about the trades. Um, you know, obviously the Lightning have a lot of tough decisions. Um, and of course, the added pressure of them uh, trying to to get back to where they were this year um, and trying to be just as um, competitive and which way they will be. I don't have a problem with that. I don't, I don't think that, you know, they're going to really fall that far. Uh, we spoke about it a couple episodes last week. Uh, what was the possibility of the lightning repeating? And, you know, I hate to say it, but I don't see it happening. I don't think they have the team to repeat. If they do, that's great. I mean, that's, it's, a, it's an incredible story, but I don't think they do just right off the bat. If you look at everything, um, with this team, how they're structured, I don't think that they, you know, are that kind of team right now. I think, you know, they are very deep where they could go to 
you know, the Eastern Conference Finals and maybe sneak into the Stanley Cup Finals, kind of like the situation of what they did this year. But I don't really think that um, the expectations should be that high. But that doesn't mean that they just um, tear it all down or they don't try. Obviously, um, the organization is going to try and improve, which they should. Uh, I've spoken throughout the whole season, uh, as well as during the, the, the pause, about how I thought this team should really, going into the draft, um, depending on what the outcome obviously was uh, with the playoffs, I, I think that the best course of action was to replenish the farm system, uh, to to get as many draft picks, kind of do sort of, of what we have seen thus far from Ottawa. Uh, Ottawa has like a ridiculous amount of draft picks. Um, uh, they had, I believe, three in the first round alone. So that, you know, they, Ottawa, I think, and, you know, we'll talk about that. I'll talk about that with Chris Masilli on the Lockdown NHL podcast. So go ahead and listen to that uh, tomorrow. But Ottawa's going to be great. I, I don't think they're going to be like Stanley Cup winners right off the bat, but they have a lot of great talent. They have money to spend if they need to. They got Matt Murray in a trade, so they're they're on the right track. Um, uh, but as for the Lightning, you know they they don't have a lot of money to spend. the 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 prospects they have are very good, high quality prospects. But these guys, I don't see these guys being the end all be all. I think that the 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 future of this franchise, the, 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 the guys that are really going to be the, the cornerstones of the franchise going forward after, you know, we could say that this era is over the, the Steven Stamkos, the Kucherov. I mean, you know, it's far from over. I mean, Stamkos is only 30. Kucherov is still in his twenties. Vasilevsky still in his twenties. So, you know, there's still a good amount of time, but you always still want to build towards that because you never know, whether it's injury or just playing ability, you never know when it's just going to all fall apart or start to decline. So that's something the Lightning obviously um, have have on their minds and they should be building for. And that's what Lightning fans really should look forward to, that unfortunately you have to build towards the future regardless of how successful you are in the present. So that might require some sacrifices here and there. And that's what brings me to what we're going to discuss with these trades. Uh you know, obviously, there's been a lot of rumors floating around in the last couple of days or so as to what the Lightning might do as to free up some space to maybe I would I'd really hope that they, they get some draft picks. Um, you know, they're pretty set for next year in terms of draft picks, except for uh, the second round for 2021. So maybe that's a potential, you know, maybe that's a potential draft pick the Lightning could work towards getting, whether it's during this draft now. Um, or possibly afterwards, later on during the season. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Lightning are pretty strapped for cash right now, which means that guys like possibly Zach Bogosian and, and you know the the other hosted characters. Obviously, Bogosian's one of the 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 top guys who I would really love for the Lightning to bring back. I think he was so instrumental, and I really don't have to go far and detail my point on this, just because I mean, if you watch that whole playoff run, Bogosian was a huge factor in them getting as far as they did. Uh, he he played he didn't play in two games in the finals, but still, when he was on the ice, uh, his presence was felt. Uh, but yeah, the, the two guys, you know, with all the rumors going on, the, the, there's been two guys that there's been a lot of talk of, and that has been Alex Klorn and Tyler Johnson. And 
as well as Yanni Gord. Um, and I'm, and you know, there was, there was like this little list going around social media and I tweeted it out the other day as well as just to kind of reassure the masses. But now that, you know, this is the first episode since then, uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you right off the bat, Yanni Gord and one other notable name that was left off the list of untouchables is Steven Stamkos. I, if I were you, I wouldn't take too much stock in that rumor. Um, Stamkos isn't going anywhere. He's the lifeblood of this team. You saw how important he was during this whole run, and he wasn't even – he only played a game. He played barely three minutes. Um, and – but you saw in the – all the celebrations and shenanigans how important he is, all the interviews, you know, how, how much he means to everybody. And it's never – a never a good thing when you trade away your captain. Um, and that's the kind of move that could potentially turn uh, some of your stars on your team against you um, to kind of lose faith in, in the franchise. So you never want to do that. I think Stammer has a lot left in the tank. Uh, we saw it in his limited play. I mean, he was there. There wasn't really, it wasn't like highlight real stuff, but of course that goal was just insane. Um, but having said that, yeah, I don't think that, Stamkos. I think, if anything, um, they left it out there just to see how much interest there was, which is not necessarily a bad thing, especially with a player like Stammer who has missed uh, a good amount of time. Um, and, but he's still in the prime of his career. There's no doubt about it. Um, but you, you kind of still want to see and kind of you know measure the temperature to see how much you could get for him. Um, because you never know, maybe in a year or so, we might be having this conversation. And I truly believe if Stamkos keeps going on the way he is with his injuries, I think this will be a conversation um, that Lightning fans, uh, as well as us here on Lockdown Lightning, will be having until there's a move that that is made. But um, yeah, Stamkos isn't going anywhere. Yanni Gord isn't going anywhere. Yanni has played great with this team all year. So I'm not even going to discuss even the details with him. I would be shocked if they were to move Yanni, um, especially after everything that he did with this team throughout his career, as well as throughout you know, this whole playoff run about how he really took his game to a whole other level. But the two obvious guys that might become casualties of this whole money situation is Alex Klor and Tyler Johnson. Now, Alex Korn, it would be very unfortunate to see him go. He's got three years left of a seven-year deal, which uh, is a cap hit of four point four mil. Um, I don't, I don't really see. I would hope not that he doesn't go. I mean, he really, he was another one that really stepped up this year, especially with all the injuries going around. Twenty-six goals, uh, which was a career high. Forty-nine points, also another career high. Not the kind of numbers that really are out of this world, but um, we spoke about it before the pause. I mean, he was well on his way to, I thought, in my opinion, I thought he was going to hit at least the 37 goal mark, maybe 35. Um, and I think if, you know, the, I think there was 18 games left. So yeah, I think with 18 games left and the way his performance was going, I wouldn't have been shocked if he hit 35. Um, and then, he played decent during the playoffs. I mean, he didn't exactly light the world on fire, but still, after that production and just the upward trend at, at where he is in his career, I don't think I don't think it would be a good idea to trade him. 
Um, especially where I mean, he's only making he he's right on the on the cusp of making four and a half mil a year, which is not bad considering about considering how he's performed. Now, the more, but most likely he probably will be dealt. I mean, it, it's just it's more of him being a casualty to you know at the end of the day this being a business and all all that stuff, unfortunately, but. I think, though, the more likely situation is TJ getting traded. He's got four years left. He's making $5 million. Uh, he's got a no-trade clause. So that's kind of the thing that really, I think, is complicating things a bit. Is I think that I'm sure the Lightning have spoken to him. Um, he And he didn't exactly have a stellar year. He had 14 goals with 31 points. But, of course... The thing that stands out to Lightning fans when they think of Tyler Johnson is the the eight game-winning goals in the playoffs um, through 93 games played. Um, he has been, for the most part, up until this year, pretty reliable in the playoffs. But I think that if you're going to trade one of those guys away, I think Tyler Johnson, um, I'm not saying they're going to get a, a King's ransom for him, and I don't expect that, but I think that out of those two guys, you obviously have to get, you obviously have to deal away the player with the the longer deal and more money on it. Obviously, um, Tyler Johnson, he's done well for this franchise, but I think at the end of the day, I think that if you were to compare Kalorn and Tyler Johnson as to who stays and who goes, I don't even think it's a conversation. I think you got to you got to stick with number seventeen and tell Tyler Johnson it's been it's been great, it's been fun. Here's your Stanley Cup ring, but um, we got to clear up some room and your contract's not letting us do that. And I think that Tyler Johnson, at least you could get the most for him as a second round pick for next year, which like I stated at the top of the show would be perfect just because the lightning don't have a second round pick uh, for next year's draft. And even if that, if you could even get maybe two threes, two third round picks, or maybe a third and a fourth, I'd be fine with that too as well. So at least, you know, having the two third round picks, at least, you know, that would kind of make up for not having a second rounder. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, the draft is far from over. We have we have six rounds today, two through seven. So, and two has already concluded. And I'm sure at some point while I'm recording this, the Lightning will have made their pick. Uh, picks, actually, they have two picks today um, in the third round. They have an 85th overall pick and the 93rd, 93rd pick. So I'm sure I would hope, hopefully I would like to see something get done today. Cause I think that's like the best situation in which the lightning could get the most bang for their buck, unless they're banking on the possibility of maybe Tyler Johnson coming out of the gates hot and then maybe increasing his trade value. Um, but at the end of the day as well, you have to take into consideration. Uh, he has a no trade clause and, it's going to come down to what team is he willing to waive his clause for. So, uh, you know, we, you have all of that wrapped up in it. Uh, so unfortunately part of this whole thing is the sitting and waiting. Um, but if I had to make a bet, I would say that at the end of the day, if you if I'm picking between Alice Clorin and Tyler Johnson, I would say that uh, Tyler Johnson is going to be the odd man out. So, um, we're going to talk about some of the, the interesting draft picks that the, the Lightning made today. I really liked the way they draft. I think they did a very good job. Um, I don't I don't think the, these guys are future Hart Trophy winners, but I think 
this continues the the trend of building building the depth, you know, because like I said, I mean the the core guys are still young enough to where in the next three four years or maybe two to three years actually, I think we could see. Uh, these two guys, these two young guys um, that the Lightning drafted today in the second round, possibly playing with Kucherov or Stamkos or Hedman or you know or Yanni Gord or Braden Point. Um, so we'll have to wait and see how these guys develop. You know, uh, I'll get to that in just a little bit, but let's talk about some of our sponsors. First off, we're going to talk about our fit, one of our favorite sponsors, and that's RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for the last 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks to deliver it directly to your door. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for the professionals and the do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So go to RockAuto.com now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, RockAuto.com. And now we're going to discuss our other sponsor. Uh, is DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless drop-off setting. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. DoorDash deliveries are now contactless, so to keep the community safe, we operate in. So, you know, I love this. This is a great feature that they have. Uh, like I've said on many times when I've spoken about DoorDash that ordered, ordered from them one day, got caught up in some things that I was doing. And then a doorbell rang, went outside, food was right there in front of the door. Uh, and the delivery man was right there waving at me, making sure I got it. That was great. Um, so right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app. So enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. One more time, don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONNHL for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. So today marked the first time in the draft where the Tampa Bay Lightning were able to make picks. Obviously, they didn't have any picks. Um, They traded away both their first-round picks because of the acquisitions of Barkley Goodrow and Blake Coleman. Uh, if you've been a listener uh, since then, since we started Locked on Lightning, and if you haven't been, go ahead, like and subscribe, follow, download, follow us at, on our Twitter page at LO underscore Lightning, uh, and also follow me at AP Danker, D-E-N-K-E-R on Twitter. Um, very active on there as well. Uh, but yeah, um, at the time, I was not, too crazy about trading away two first round draft picks. Uh, if you know, if you're going to trade away one, that's fine. You know, you at least you have the other one to play around with. But trading around, trading both away, uh, especially for not entirely. I mean, I at the time I wasn't too crazy about Barkley, Goodrow, and Blake Coleman, but they were essential for the Lightning to be able to be successful. And obviously, we all know how that played out. Um, both those guys were just, I, I, I said it probably a couple shows after our Stanley cup show is that I don't think the lightning go as far in the playoffs or have as easy of a road to the Stanley cup finals 
if they don't have Blake Coleman or Barkley Goodrow. Um, I don't think that they win that five overtime game against, against Columbus in game one um, without a Barkley Goodrow. So, um, yeah, I mean, they ended up paying off dividends. So the Lightning had the 57th overall pick and the 62nd overall pick, um, which they got from uh, San Jose in the Barkley Goodrow trade. Uh, so, you know, they, they ended up getting two guys in the same round, which was fine. Um, and two centermen, which was perfectly fine. I mean, centermen are, there's not a lot of good quality centermen, or I would say actually natural centermen in the NHL. So, you know, to have that, even if you don't entirely do have plans for these guys to stick around for the long run, you do, you're at the end of the day, you are, you're, you're stacking up trade chips, which is obviously going to help uh, for the Lightning in the foreseeable future. So they ended up picking with the 57th overall pick, Jack Finley, out of Spokane of the WHL. And with the 62nd overall pick, they they picked uh, Gage Consalves. Um, <laughs> I promise I'm going to get that one day. Don't worry about it. Uh, from Everett in the WHL. So two Western Hockey League uh guys you know the western hockey league now if you don't know anything about the western hockey league they are part of the canadian hockey league which is one of the number of leagues with the quebec uh major junior hockey league as well as as well as the ontario hockey league so um i i looked at this draft you know it wasn't as much as i don't like trading away first round draft picks um i looked the the lightning did get lucky in this situation and i'll tell you why because at the end of the day um them trading away their picks you know having i i think that especially rounds one through i want to say maybe three or four depending on if guys drop or you know guys you know whatever the case may be um you're really unless you're really going out of your way to especially in rounds one and two uh, and I spoke about this with Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils on the last episode. If you're, unless you're really going out of your way to 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 really be stupid or careless with your pick, you're gonna pick up a very good quality hockey player, and that's the thing that is starting to get more and more evident with all these drafts as we go on from year to year. Is that guys are more developed, especially the guys coming out of the Canadian Hockey League. Um, which is great. I mean, I, I, if, in my opinion, if you don't know much about a certain prospect, especially about the lightning, uh, that they draft, if he, I could tell you right now, if they come out of the Canadian hockey league, uh, you could expect a very good high, uh, hockey IQ, very developed. Um, the only thing that they really need to add to their games, um, is really the, the size and the muscle and just, it's a lot of these guys are just unpolished and that's really what it comes down to is really if they could take that next step, whether it's in the AHL or, or possibly in the, you know, down at Orlando. Um, so, you know, that's really what it comes down to, but I, these two guys, um, and we'll get in, I'll talk about Jack Finley. Um, first of all, yeah, these guys are just, I think they're very good quality players. Um, and I'm going to, talk about how you know i think who they compare to to a current lightning player so you know at least you know if you don't know a bunch about these guys at least you know you could kind of get a feel for what to expect from them uh at least going forward we never know you know some of these 
uh, Gage uh, Consalves, he he, um, he scored 33 goals this past season, but who knows what he could turn into after that. You never know uh, when, you know, because these guys are still 18, 19 years old. So Jack Finley, the, the 57th pick out of Spokane, um, he's a big boy. I, I mean, I love this pick just of his size. He's 6'5", 207 pounds, right-handed shot, 18 years old. Uh, last year in the WHL, he had 61 games played, 19 goals, 57 points. Now, that's not really entirely something that's, you know, earth earth shattering. You know, that's not really what you saw from like Quentin Byfield or or Alexis Lafreniere. Um, but one of the things I wrote down when I was watching some of his highlights, uh, he's a bully, and that's a good thing. Um, he's definitely gonna. He's definitely going to contribute in terms of the size game and 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 that the, doing the gritty stuff that you know the Lightning really need and really what helped them succeed throughout the the whole playoffs. Uh, he has and and a large part of his game is using his size. Uh, he has a great ability to use his size for positioning. Uh, a lot of his goals that you see him score, especially going down the middle in the slot, um, he's just just shoving players out of the way. Uh, like I said, he's a big guy. He's six five, and he's only eighteen years old. So um, I don't expect him to grow that much. If he does, that's going to be insane. But um, he'll be a good. I think just like looking at him, just the raw ability that he has right now. I think he's a good, solid second line hopeful. Um, if he ends up being a third line forward, not the end of the world. Um, he reminds me of sort of like Mitchell Stevens. Uh, you know, Mitchell Stevens only played nine games this year, so there's really not that big sample size of Mitchell Stevens, and the book has yet to be written for for Stevens right now. Um, but he's a bigger Mitchell Stevens. I could definitely see Finley being one of those guys where he's gonna gonna do whatever you ask him to do, um, and just his ability. I think he's gonna be able. You know, if he is able to work on his his face-off ability that's the kind of thing that you could potentially see him get moved up to the second line and the power play as well um he skates with a high motor which is um deadly for a big guy like that so if he could kind of translate that to the nhl level eventually uh yeah second third line guy mitchell stevens type player um He's probably we could definitely see. I I would probably have to say maybe Mitchell Stevens with some Barkley Goodrow in there. So he's going to be that kind of player, which is not bad. Um, you know, obviously Lightning fans want to see the team add more scoring um, through through all the, the 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 one through four lines, which is fine, not a big deal. Which is why you know they have Gage Consalves, which was interesting at that point that Gage fell uh, to the Lightning. A little later than expected just because a lot of the the rankings with these two prospects between Finley and Gonsalves, um, Gonsalves was um, ranked higher than Finley. So it was very interesting um, as to why that happened. I think that maybe because um, his second year in the WHL is when things really jumped off for him. The first, uh, the first, uh, his first year in the WHL, he only had one goal through 60 games. So, yeah, I could see why, you know, as opposed to 33 in his second year, and that's really what got him drafted. Um, but, yeah, uh, just to finish things off with, 
with Jack Finley. I love this. I love this draft pick. I was hoping that Jan Masik, who was drafted at 48 by the Canadians, would fall uh, or the Lightning would make a move possibly, which would kind of coincide with them trading away Tyler Johnson to move up to get Jan. Uh, but, you know, he's in Montreal now, so he's a non-factor at this point. But uh, I'll talk about all that with Jan Masik on the Locked on NHL pod with Chris Maselli tomorrow. But, yeah, let's move on to Gage uh, Consalves. So, Gage Consalves uh, from Everett in the WHL. He uh, 6'1", 170 pounds, left-handed shot, 19 years old. Uh, this past season, 60 games played, 33 goals, 71 points. Uh, he has a very good one-timer, very good wrister, uh, very good ability to create space and opportunities for himself. Um just from the highlights that I was watching, just from some of the tape I was watching, average ability to pressure uh, the puck carrier. So at least he's solid on the defensive end as well. Um, with him as well, if you know, you could see him, expect him with his scoring ability to possibly be moved to a winger position. He is a center, but with his scoring ability, probably going to be moved to the uh, to the wing ability, uh, wing wing side. Uh, third line guy. If I had to compare him to a current player on the Lightning, probably Yanni Gord. Um, I would, he's just, I just, he's a little bit bigger than Yanni, you know, Yanni's five, nine where Gage is six, one, but they, they have similar tools that they're working with in terms of how they play the game. Uh, Gage obviously has a little bit more meat on him than, than Yanni has. Um, but if he plays with that grit that Yanni has, I could definitely see Gage going up to the second line pairing. Um, so you never know. Uh, but yeah, with these, with these two guys thus far, uh, I thought the Lightning did a very good job with what was available to them at the time. So that that was, you know, I have no issues with this. Um, and as I'm talking about the draft, the Lightning just made their first third round overall, uh, third round pick, the 85th overall pick. Uh, they selected Maxine Groshev uh, from the KHL. Um, I'll discuss him on probably tomorrow's pod. You know, we'll just leave that for now. So, yeah, that's just something that just happened a few moments ago. Um, so, yeah, um, I thought, you know, I'm, I'm very curious to see how the Lightning approached the next, the rest of the day uh, with this draft. Uh, I think that at this point, are they going to trade Kalorn or, or TJ? I don't think so. I think that the time... If there was a time to trade either of them, it would have been in the first two round the the first you know first two rounds. But the time has obviously passed, so I think maybe they're waiting to see how things shape up with the draft and maybe what teams needs what where their needs are, and maybe they could go from there. And you know we'll just have to wait and see. Unfortunately, that's just the way it is. Um, and yeah, I'll you know I'll talk about maybe some of the things the Lightning will will need to get or maybe some of the teams that they can make deals with uh you know to wrap things up but first let's talk about some more of our sponsors one of them is built bar built bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar uh it's the the new improved built bar is even more delicious they got 18 new uh, 18 amazing flavors they got six new ones dropping uh they're great built bars are great for the health conscious person you can lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat bars are low calorie low sugar high protein high fiber great for the keto diet my favorite flavor favorite flavor is the toffee almond um you know it might sound cliche but 
when you really take a bite into these things, it, it tastes like they actually just threw whatever flavor it is. Like I said, with the banana nut bread as well. Uh, it's just like banana nut bread covered in chocolate. So go to builtbar.com, use promo code locked on to get $10 off your next order. That's promo code locked on for $10 off your next order at builtbar.com. And last but not least, let's talk about our other sponsor, and that is Roman. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves like, I lost my mojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work. I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it. With real health care professional, you could get real medication. It's real simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you could get free online evaluation, ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan if medication is appropriate. Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. So let's wrap things up. Like I said, the Lightning had the 85th and 93rd picks. Uh, the Lightning did make a their 85th pick while I was recording, and that was once again Maxime Groshev from the KHL. So uh, I will talk all about Maxime <laughs> on tomorrow's show. Um, I would imagine if I was the Lightning GM right now, I'd probably want to go after maybe a defenseman, unless Maxime is a, a defenseman. Um, but it, I'm going to be very interesting to see how things shape up, shape up for this team. I, I know that there's a lot of question marks with, you know, everything that's going on um, with the Lightning team. And, you know, um, just I, I, I hope that they don't make, which I, I feel like they won't, but there's always the possibility of, you know, because in these kind of situations where you're trading away cap to free up cap, I don't want the Lightning to make the wrong decision by just trading away Kalorn or Tyler Johnson for the sake of just freeing up money. You still got to get value in return. So if you don't get a player or a quality player, um, I would expect it would probably be just be a throw-in. I would expect, hopefully, they stock up on draft picks. So at least you know they have that in their back pocket if they choose to use them or as a bargaining chip. So... Um, we'll talk about all the action and everything that has happened with the Lightning's draft tomorrow in tomorrow's episode, so tune in for that. And once again, like and subscribe this podcast. Download. Uh, this podcast is available wherever podcasts are available. That's Spotify, Apple, and Google Play, all that stuff. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.